Thank you, ladies, for sharing that this morning with us. Always nice to see young people up here. At this time, I invite you to turn in your Bibles. We are going to read our scripture, and that comes from Psalm chapter Psalm 23, verses 4 and 5. I hope this is familiar to most of you. Psalm 23, verses 4 and 5, and I'm reading out of the NIV. Even though I walk through the darkest valley... I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Amen. At this point, I will turn the rest of the service over to Pastor. Good morning. Sorry about that. Good morning. Happy Sabbath. It, it, for me, you know, I was asked how my week was, it, 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 and I said it could be better. It, sometimes we have one of those, you know, weeks where uh, things don't go as planned, and especially this year as we face our holiday season, you think about what's going to happen next year, and for me, at least, is not how I planned it to be. And, but I'm grateful, we're grateful, and I am sure many of you are grateful uh, to be here and uh, to make it this far. 2020 is almost gone, and I thank God for that. <laughs> the year that I was supposed to graduate, the year that I was supposed to go on vacation, all these things, but here... What happened, all, I, I understand now that sometimes when we plan something, it, it, does, it does not go the way we want it. That's life, isn't it? That's life. But well, there is one thing that I did not have planned, and, but God did have planned, and that is that he is bringing people to his church. And I want to make an announcement here, and I, I ask for permission how many of you have uh, at least talked or say hi to uh, Solomon? Our, our church is familiar with who he is. He's now uh, not just some stranger we see. He's a friend of ours. And, and we've been studying the Bible with him, and God has been working in him. And trust me, it's nothing of, because I'm doing anything right. It's because God has impressed in his heart through the Holy Spirit, and he has decided on December the 5th, what day? December the 5th, this baptismal tank will be full. He has decided to give his life to the Lord. And so, the, although maybe the year has not gone always the way we've wanted, God is still working. Let me say that again. I don't think there's excitement. I, I mean, I'm excited here. <laughs> You know, I, 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 I'm fairly new to the area, and, and God's already blessing our church. Come on. 
Yes, praise the Lord, and, and we ought to be thankful. And this uh, morning, our subject, it's Thanksgiving. It's the power of Thanksgiving. And so before we go into the Word, I would like to go ahead and pray. And please, uh, always pray for me. You may think that I'm nerv- not nervous, but I get nervous. And so let us pray. Father in heaven, Lord, it's your word that we're going to speak about. It's your, it's your word that you have for us this morning. And so, Father, I pray uh, that your Holy Spirit may, may anoint me. But not just myself, Lord, everyone here that is in this room. We pray, Lord, this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Turn to your Bibles to the book of First Thessalonians chapter 5. If you have your Bibles, uh, please uh, join with me. Uh, First Thessalonians, I'm going to give uh, some time. I, I, I like the sound of those uh, pages flipping. And if you are a millennial like I, sometimes we use technology. And maybe if you consider yourself uh, techna- uh, technology savvy, use your phone. But only for that uh, Bible app, of course. That's only allowed there. So, First Thessalonians chapter 5. And... A little bit of context. It's always good to know that and understand that when the Bible is written, was the Bible written to an audience, an American audience for the 21st century? It is applicable to us. Don't get me wrong, but it was written for an audience of the first century, for a Middle Eastern audience. And, you know, the history, when you study what was going on in Thessalonica, uh, in the Thessalonian um, city there, uh, people, God, Paul had gone and he established a church, a, a faithful church. When you read the whole book, he's, he's giving thanks to, to the people in, in, in Thessalon, uh, Thessalina, uh, Thessalonica. Thank you. Sometimes because of my Spanish, I'm, I'm trying to like go back and forth. And, and, and so please bear with me. Uh, He's giving thanks, but he he also sees that there's there's tragedy happening, there's persecutioning happening in the church, and and he's pointing them to Christ. He's he's letting them know everything that they've followed and and, and faithfully believed in, and 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 the first uh, I, I believe the first from chapter one to at least chapter three, uh, uh, Paul is 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 giving them reasons to to follow God, to keep going, and so forth, and then the. Four and five are practical ways of actually doing what he's been trying to tell them in, in, in the earlier chapters. And so chapter four and five are practical ways of living Christianity. And I'm going to ask you a question. What kind of Christian are we? What kind of Christians do we want to be? Because the Bible says in chapter five or First Thessalonians verse 18 specifically, and the good times give thanks. It says, in what? In everything give thanks. Other versions say, in all circumstances give thanks. And, and, I, and I look, and, 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 and for a, a normal human being, and, and if you are like me, a normal human being, is it really... Is it really, is it natural for us to give thanks to God when things are not going the way we want it to go? 
See, statistics show that being thankful increases our mental and physical health. Being thankful often is oftentimes hard because all, all we want is something better. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with striving to, to, to have something better in our lives. But, but sometimes in life, that, that something better will only come when we learn to be thankful with what we have now. And I'm sure many of us here are thankful today for family, for loved ones, for spouses and, and, and kids and, and, and grandparents. Because I am thankful. Who's thankful? For life, that despite this pandemic, we, we, we are healthy and, and, and God is, is still bringing people into his church. I am thankful for that. But many times we are not thankful because things do not go our way or the way we would want it. it, it it's the different things and, and, and that come to our lives that, that kind of discourage us. But, but the Bible here, they were, uh, through Paul, is saying, give thanks in what? Everything. Now, it doesn't say to give thanks for the bad things. There's a difference. But give thanks when those bad things are happening in your life. There's a difference. Something that life has taught me is that sometimes life is unfair, as many people would say. Things happen in our lives that, and we see it in the Bible with, with people in, 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 in Scripture that faithfully live for the Lord. And what would happen to them? Negative things would happen to them. They would be thrown in jail. They, they, they would be persecuted and, and so forth. But Paul, someone who had lived. A life of persecution, of opposition, even in his own church, gives out a counsel to the people in Thessalonica. It's give thanks in where? In everything. You see, when we are not thankful, we become ungrateful. And being ungrateful that time is a result of thinking about what you don't have. Let me say that again. And being ungrateful sometimes is because we're thinking about that which we do not have. Which makes us miss the blessing that God has for us. And when a person is not thankful, it also, uh, statistics show that that person is more prone to be critical. That person is prone to be critical. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm not sure if you've uh, heard or read this uh, author before, Nancy Laid DeMoss. She, she, she has in her book, uh, Gratitude, she says, Gratitude is a lifestyle, a heart-fought grace, grace-infused biblical lifestyle. She also says gratitude has a big job to do in us and in our hearts. It is one of the chief ways that God infuses joy and resilience into the daily struggles of life. And she goes on to say the choice before us is do we or may do we give glory to God for the part of our life that's going the way we want or do we worship him, trust him and give thanks just because he is God regardless of the painful incomprehensible places we encountered in our journey? What kind of Christians are we and what kind of Christians do we want to be? 
Do we want to be those Christians that when we're going through trials and tribulations, we, we rebel against God and say, Lord, you're not with me? Or do we say, Lord, thank you, even though this is happening to me, I am still thankful. You know, when we are thankful, there's an automatically attitude that brings us to praise and worship. And that, and let's ju- jump to uh, Psalms chapter 23. And, and many of us, and I want to spend my time here and, and, and connect, connect 1 Thessalonians 5.18 to, to Psalms 23. Because many times we, we, we read this verse in, in places of comfort and of need. And, and that is good to do. But... The psalmist, who wrote, who wrote uh, Psalms 23? David. Who was David? He was king of Israel, but he was before, king, before becoming king. He was, he was Jesse's son who, who was a shepherd. And, and, and the Psalms 23 can be uh, divided into two parts. The, the, first, uh, the first stanza all the way to the, the fourth stanza is talking about a shepherd who takes care of his sheep. And then uh, the middle of the, four, the fourth stanza all the way to the sixth, it's talking about a, a royal host, a, a king who prepares uh, things for his, for his host. Now, what kind of Christians, I ask again, are we going to be? What kind of Christians are we? Are we going to be those Christ, that Christian, that child of God, that, 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 that he, we only go to God with thanksgiving because good things, only good things are those things that we're asking him to, to do for us. He's, going to, he's blessing us, or do we actually give thanks to God even though life at times does not go the way we want it to go? Because it's... Not natural for us to give thanks to him, even though things are not going our way. Am I speaking to just myself here? You know, I, I, I remember just, uh, and, and we, 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 God, through, through the Thanksgiving, we didn't read the rest of the verse, but it says, by giving thanks to God, this is the will of God in Jesus Christ. What does it mean that that's God's will in Jesus Christ? Paul was saying, look at the big picture here. You're struggling for a time, but you have all eternity with Christ Jesus. You, you may suffer and you may, you may find pain in your life, but look at the big picture. He is coming soon. Because those individuals, we're, we're, we're kind of, com- maybe not complaining, but we're saying, Paul, what's going to happen to our loved ones that, that have passed away? And, and Paul was saying, don't worry yet because there is a, a better thing to come, which is Jesus Christ in the clouds of glory. Look at the big picture. My, I, received, I received a text message from my younger brother two weeks ago. Um, my mom was in the hospital, and of course, you know, that, that, that got me worried. And, and I started praying, Lord, what was going on? I, I, I tried calling her, but she didn't have signal in, in the hospital. And so, of course, you know, we, we as humans always try to think the worst when things are not going our way. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm praying, and I'm worried, I'm, 
and finally, I, I get to talk to my dad, and my dad, uh, he's a calm person. I mean, I, I wish I had his calmness. <laughs> Things could be going, uh, you know, a, a, hur- a hurricane could be going around, and he's, he's, he's like we would call it chilling, you know. He's, he's, and my mom's the opposite. My mom's very like, no, what are you doing, you know. Um, I like to say I got a little bit of both. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Probably a bad one. <laughs> And he's calm, and he says, uh, Marco, you know, don't worry. She's fine. It, it, the doctors are doing some tests and, and this and that. And, and the, the, the results came. Everything went well. She, they thought that she had a tumor and stuff, but uh, praise God that that was not something uh, that she had. But why do I bring this story up? Because, you know, God taught me something there, that even though uh, that was happening, I should have been thankful. Why? Because there's always a reason why things happen. The Bible tells us in uh, Romans chapter 8, 28, that, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. And, and, and as I looked at that story, as I looked at what was happening, you know, my mom, I, I speak to my mom. She's fine. She's doing well. And she says, you know, Marco, if we had not come to the hospital, they had not, they had, they, they because, you know, they're testing people to go to the hospital. Well, at least in El Salvador. My, my dad didn't have, he doesn't have uh, COVID, but he had a, a, a cough at that time for, and it had been going on for three weeks. And, and we didn't know about it. Uh, they did. They didn't want to, you know, worry us. But he said, if, if your dad had not gone into the hospital with me, we wouldn't, uh, the doctors wouldn't have saw that he had a bacteria in his lungs and he could have died. So everything happens for, the, for, for good to those who love God. And, and sometimes we focus too much on, on, on the difficulty, on, on, on that giant that we're facing... And we forget that there is always a reason, a reason for that to happen. And, 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 and sometimes the questions we ask God are the wrong ones. We say, Lord, why? And sometimes that why will never come to us in our moment, but that why will come when we get to heaven. But what we say, in other words that we need to ask is, Lord, how can I be thankful through all of this? What are you trying to teach me through all of this? Because Lord tells us that he is chiseling our character every single day. Because he wants us to be like him and show others what he has done for us. And so, so, so we have Psalms 23. He's been a shepherd. He, he, he's lived life, and, and he's seen the struggles of, of what a shepherd does. You see, it's interesting, uh, and, and I don't know this because of, I'm a farmer, but those, I know some of you grew up in a farm and so forth. You had cattle and, and maybe sheep, and, and it's interesting because when you're a shepherd, and in those days, and, 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 and you know, sheep are, are, are very... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That, to be polite, because um, docile, okay? <laughs> they need help. They need help. We need help. And as we face next week, 
Let's look at life in the big picture, like Paul was telling the Thessalonians. Because we ought to be thankful in everything. And, 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 And David writes, the Lord is my shepherd. But why did he say that? Because he had walked and he had become a shepherd and he, he, he knew the interaction between the shepherdess and, and the sheep. And, and you know, it's interesting because at times uh, the sheep would have babies and, 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 and for some reason uh, there, there were times that the mother would reject the baby. And it was, it, it, it was the shepherd's... Uh, and if, Actually, if, if they were rejected and, and, and the shepherd did not see that and, and caught that, what would happen is the sheep will get so depressed that it will die because it would be excluded from the rest. And, and so what, what would happen in those situations? David had known that when he would see that take place, he would go carry the sheep with him, take, him to, take that sheep to his home, give him the love that the mother had needed to give, but because she rejected he needed to do it now as a shepherd. He, he made the sheep feel his heart and, 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 and the closeness so that way that sheep can feel loved. And when the sheep had regained its emotional stability, he, he, she, she, the sheep would just, you know, run around. And, and, and guess who was the first one who always, when the shepherd called the sheep? Guess who was the, the first one in line for everything? That sheep, the shepherd carried and took care of. And, and, and we're, we're, tar- we're trying to be thankful. And not just that. You see, in Psalms 23, it, it, it says, and, and, and not, Psalms 23 and stanza 4 says, Ye, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. What kind of Christians are we going to be? Are we going to be Christians that when tough times comes, we're going to turn our back to God or say, Lord, even though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. God has promised us that, that we should be, uh, we should be uh, trusting in him because he will be with us. And because of that, that allows the individual to experience, to experience gratitude. For your rod and staff, they come for me. But, but, but check this out. Because even though we're going through things, even though at times our, our, our marriages are shaky, that even though our kids are, are, are going into rebellion, or even though our health may decay, even though we ought to be thankful. Why? Verse 5 tells us why. It's so beautiful. It says, because you prepare what? A table before me. Where? In the presence of my enemies. Now, now picture this. He, he's talking about a shepherd, but now, now when he's writing this, he's already a king. He, the first three stanzas, it's, it's him remembering, reminiscing about when he was a shepherd and, and connecting it to who God is in our lives. But then he's also a king now and stanzas in the middle of stanzas four to six. He is, he's describing God as a royal host because he knows what he does as a king. You see, in the middle, in the eastern world, 
when you were, when the king invited you, you were, it's dedicated, he was, you were a host. You were the honor host. And what would happen to this host? You, if, if people were chasing you, if, if you had enemies before you, but if the king invited you, if the king invited you, you would sit at his table and you will have his protection. And, and David knows this because he's invited his, his people in his home. And he knows that because he has an army with him, he can protect uh, those people from other people. So, so why are we supposed to be thankful? Because even though there may be doubt in our lives or confusion in our lives and chaos and tribulation, our marriages may be falling apart. Even though that is going on, the Bible is telling us through David that those enemies, what are your enemies? What are your enemies? What is your enemy? Because the Bible says that even though those enemies, they are watching you be eating with the king. What are your enemies? What are your enemies? This year we can say that one of our enemies has been what's going on in the world. The injustice, pandemic, Families being torn apart, people going into depression, anxiety. What is your enemy? An addiction? Hate? What is your enemy? Because the Bible says that God will prepare a meal, a banquet in the presence of your enemies. This is a king. Who has gone through it all. He's been persecuted. He's lacked food to eat, shelter to stay in. But now he's king. And he sees that for a time, his enemies got the best of him. For a time, it seemed like those enemies were going to overtake his life and, and he would be defeated. But now he's sitting as a king. And his enemies are watching where God has placed him. What are your enemies? What are your enemies? Could it be that your enemies right now are taking the best out of you in your life? Let me tell you that the time is coming. That those things that are Tackling and, and bringing you down will soon just be watching where God is leading you and placing you. And for that reason, we ought to be thankful. Because, because God, in his word, says, be thankful for everything in all circumstances. And so as we go through Thanksgiving next week, and we look at what's going on in our world, in our lives, and in, in our personal lives around us. Take time with your family, families. And maybe you, if you're Zoom, you know, using a video chat through Zoom, or uh, take time 
and give thanks even though things are not the way we have wanted. Because God says give thanks to everything in all circumstances. And God also says in his word that there will be a time where you'll be sitting down and your enemies will be watching. I don't know when that time will come. I don't know how God will do it. But when we can't see everything, we can trust there's a reason for everything. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for giving us your word and allowing us to see that when we trust and we, when we give thanks to you, Lord, it is us acknowledging that we can trust in you. Father, help us be thankful in the midst of trial and tribulation. Help us be thankful when things don't go our way. And help us become more like you. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Together we'll sing hymn 530. It is well with my 